This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, no one ever thinks about the flu below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho yo 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 We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Hey guys, welcome back to another Gangplank Report. We are going over episode two of Below Deck Mediterranean season seven. And Bravo called it, oh crap, you just told me and I forgot already. (laughs) I've got a secret with C spelled S-E-A. Right, dumb. Yeah. And we've decided to call it not K-N-O-T-A-C-S-E-A dash cret. (laughs) And here's Jen for your rapid recap. They go dumb, we go dumber. (laughs) All right, rapid recap. Stabilizers were restored. The guests have zero patience for the Walmart reality and want their water toys. The exterior is confused by Reagan's management style, if you can call it that. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. Kyle bonds with the guest in a never-before-seen way and a way I hope to never see again. Dave makes up for the first dinner's foibles with the Japanese dinner they rave over. The interior got big props from the guests via Billy. The deck crew, not so much. A $27,000 tip. Amazing, all things considered. On the night out, Dave reveals the non-secret secret to the producers in a confessional and tells the crew at dinner, it's just a one-way feeling. And that's your wrapped recap. Awesome. So talking about the reason for the title of the episode we totally nailed this last week yes we did yeah i'm proud of us watching dave's uncomfortable confessional where he's basically just like yeah so we lied we got it down to the point with her wanting to save the appearance of her reputation and that it was her we nailed it pretty hard yeah Somebody, when we were live tweeting last week, told me to hush because I was giving something away. And I'm like, no, this has nothing to do with this week's episode. We're on last week's episode. We've already recorded that. And no, this is happening. It already happened. Yeah, it already happened. This is them lying about it happening. So it just gives me shades of Malia and Adam from... Mm -hmm their first season together yeah where they just flat out lied to producers that they had met before and even hooked up before because they were trying to get away with it and probably not jeopardize either one of them being on the season 
Right. And I would imagine that this is a somewhat similar situation, save the fact that she was in a relationship at the time that they hooked up. Right. Oh, and also save the fact that now Bravo would die to have a guaranteed relationship on the boat. You know, Right. It's not the old days anymore. You're willing to go at it on camera. They're super happy. Oh, yeah. So they started off this week with them fixing the stabilizers. And I need you to help me through this because that freaked me the heck out last week when it happened. And then when I found out the reason, I was super hyper freaked because how I understood it and tell me if I'm wrong, was that the cooling systems are part of the hybrid and they only have one cooling system for everything. And when it overheats, the computer just started shutting down programs. Is that how you understood it? Yeah, that's my understanding. I've actually never worked on a hybrid boat, but that's because there's not very many of them. And maybe Mm -hmm. this is why. Yeah. It just seems like a terrible oversight on the engineering side of things. There should be power backups for things like stabilizers and generators. The generators themselves are their own system, but it seems to me like there would be a few functional things that would drastically improve, even if there was an emergency, whatever the situation is, and having stabilizers on a boat like that would be one of them. Right. So it really surprises me that... That is not some kind of a backup system Mm -hmm. that would kick a switch on that would switch it over to generator power or something like that so that you were certain that that would stay intact. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to do steering. You want to be able to do stabilizers and bow thrusters. I mean, in the event of an emergency, those are the three things that you're going to need the most. Right. And from the way Carlos was describing it to Sandy. It was like he had to reroute something to make it happen and they had it again, but I couldn't tell if his fix was a permanent fix when Sandy said something about we need cooler weather. So I don't know if the AC was what caused it to overheat because I did look at all of the specs on home and they do have an air conditioned gym that they can work out in and things like that. So I don't know if that was her comment about they needed cooler weather or if the generators don't heat up as much when the weather's cooler. I couldn't quite get the gist of it. Yeah, same. Yeah. And I do understand a lot of the technical aspects of that just from years of having to deal with stuff like this. But again, I've never worked on a hybrid, so maybe it's different. Well, when I looked up the specs on the motor yacht home, it said it's the world's first fast displacement motor yacht with hybrid propulsion. So I don't know what that means. So this episode was not a terribly good advertisement for Heeson, was it? And not the best advertisement for Heeson, no. For Heeson hybrids anyway. Right. And they have a whole lot of them that you can order right now for delivery in 2024. No prices. So (laughs) what's the old saying? If you have to ask the price, you can't afford it. Yep. Yep. Stands true for he's in boats. Anyway, Captain Sandy fills them in on what's on. And they were all pretty chill about it. I thought way more so than I would have been. But they are not chill when it comes to wanting their water toys. And I need your perspective on Reagan. I hate going so hard for this chick two episodes in a row at the very beginning of a season, but am I missing something? I feel like she just doesn't have any 
chutzpah. Like she just doesn't have any get up and go. And having to have that much direction, if she's got as much experience as maybe her resume and her mouth said she does, it surprises me that she needs to be told as much as she does. Right. And I think that's where my professional disappointment comes in, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I get that. So I'm looking at it from the perspective of, is this somebody who I would want on my team? And from what I have seen of her, and again, I said this in the super fan episode, but maybe it is because of the editing, but again, they can't edit what you say and what you do. Yeah. But I was thinking about that because we're recording a little backwards this week. I was thinking about that after And they could record a bunch of smoke breaks over a period of a few days and put them all in one day. You know what I mean? I don't know how shady Bravo is. You know how shady they are. Yeah, but they can't record everybody else running around doing work and her not being in the picture. True. That's a good point. Where is she when all of the work stuff is happening? Bathroom and dock is what I've seen. (laughs) Yeah. And as you pointed out, her lack of real effort when it came to trying to retrieve Storm out on the floating dock when he started to get away was just like, oh, I tried. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's her general level of effort is I tried. And maybe it's because even with our pool, which was only four and a half feet deep, I was always hyper on guard and I was always the person to jump in if there was anything kind of wonky. I just couldn't imagine that she didn't jump in the water, like rip off the mic pack. We saw Malia be so proud of herself for ripping off her mic pack and jumping in the water to go after the lady who wasn't really drowning. Yeah. (laughs) So just do that. Show some kind of effort. She really seems like she wants to be anywhere but on that boat. And I'm not really sure why. Hmm. Maybe she already feels a weird toxicity with her deck team because they've acknowledged already that she's just not putting in the effort that they expect. And Z has already done this one time with Malia. And as much as I don't like giving her compliments, Mm -hmm. she was still pretty active and you could tell Mm -hmm. that she wanted to be there at the very least. Yeah. And I don't think we would have seen this happen on her watch. No, I completely agree. We've talked about it nonstop. We've never had a problem with Malia's work ethic. I think she wanted to be competent and especially to appear competent. So she wouldn't be doing anything like this. Yeah. So Kyle, adore him. Think he's funny. Really like him. I love how intuitive he was and how he is not letting go of the bone of Natasha and Dave being a couple. But did you think that he took the bonding moment with the pink appendage too far with the guests? Or do you think it was kind of a rocket ship moment and it was appropriate for those guests? Well, the rocket ship was meant as an insult. True. This was done playfully. And I feel like there's a big difference there. I would not have been okay with a member of my team doing that with a member. I was pearl clutching. Just so you know, you know how I am when it comes to that topic. And I clutched my fake pearls that weren't around my neck and was like, I cannot believe the man just did that. I mean, leaving stuff on the master bed for them to find on their own is one thing. Like that's entertaining on some level. It's like a bachelorette party almost, I guess. Right. But to feature the phallus. Right. In the spot where it's supposed to be. 
I, yeah, I, that wasn't a good look in my opinion. Yeah. I didn't love that. And I didn't love the little boudoir performance either. Well, I just thought that was kind of corny. I didn't hate that. I thought to me that that's more playful than walking out with the dildo sticking out. To me, that was kind of mentally assaultive. And they kind of went along with it fine. They didn't laugh hysterically at it, which makes me wonder if he overassumed the audience. Yeah. And they were just being polite, pardon the word, titters. <laughs> mm-hmm. To kind of, okay, haha, we see what you're trying to do there, kind of thing. Because it wasn't like they were laughing uproariously. They engaged him a little, saying which way is north, but I don't know. I think it went a bit too far. I'm going to have to look up his age. I'm not sure how old he is. I don't know either. Maybe late 20s. Late 20s? Yeah, I'll have to look that up. But yeah, I wasn't super thrilled with that. Overall, I adore him though. And I think he's very funny. Well, I think they had some good bonding moments that showed off a little bit more of his personality too, you know, where they were talking about, oh, these are all the movies you should see. And this is, right. you know, we'll help you get more involved in the community kind of thing. Like I thought their relationship that way was pretty cool. And right. I like seeing that level of support. I agree. Because traditionally Below Deck is not very good at being supportive and thoughtful about marginalized groups I thought that that was actually a really cool moment to highlight that maybe wouldn't have been in a previous season right I did enjoy them bonding over that and I enjoyed him kind of taking the lead it seemed more than Natasha and engaging with them asking them about the relationship that he wants something like what they have so I thought that whole part was lovely I like the guests much better this episode than I did the first I think starting off with complaints, the second you step on the boat is probably going to rub me wrong regardless. But I have to say, even going back and rewatching when we did the live tweet, all of his complaints were valid. Yeah, I think it was just the delivery. And obviously the editing was such that they want the first episode to be dynamic. Right. So I think he might have just gotten Billy specifically might have just gotten a raw deal and that those just happen to be the moments that they highlighted for him. Right. Because these guys left a whopper of a tip. Were you surprised by the 27,000 or no? I absolutely was considering their very well-founded complaints about I mean, the boat stopped working for one mm-hmm. yeah. and the exterior team didn't have their poop in a group mm-hmm. and wasn't following through with the things that they had asked for. So, I mean, I think all of it was rational. Again, maybe the delivery wasn't the best and their first meal wasn't that great either. Right. It looked great and some of the guests were happy with it, but the primary wasn't. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm surprised that they got that big of a tip after that performance. Yeah, I was too. I really was surprised because I felt not only did they have valid complaints, but even some of their subjective tastes weren't met. I was thinking 20. Yeah. If they were lucky, they were going to get 20. 27 shocked me. I was really surprised. Yeah. So we go to the night out and honest to goodness, I don't remember a whole ton about it. (laughs) I've already watched the episode three times. And the only thing that I really got out of it, and maybe it's because I was so hyper-focused on the Dave and Natasha non-secret secret coming out, was them. And there was a little bit of banter between Storm and Natalia. Well, and I thought her coming up with like 
cartoon comparisons for everybody was kind of cute too oh that is yeah and see i had forgotten about that reagan actually does kind of look like kim possible i totally understood that reference i see more sia the musician than i do <laughs> Kim Possible, but sure you can see her eyes <laughs> <laughs> it's true but let's just get it out of the way and be done with it. Dave fessed up yep. to production. And totally threw her under the bus at the same time. Yeah, he did. But I wasn't super mad at him. I was mad at him a little bit, but I don't lie. If I can omit something, I will omit it. If I don't think you need to know everything, I will find a way to skirt the truth, but I don't like if somebody confronted me and said, you're telling us this didn't happen and it did happen. I would have a very hard time. And like him, I would probably just cave be like, okay, enough. <laughs> All right. You well, got because me. He knew that the line of questioning wasn't going to end. Right. Those producers are not paid to just let things go. No relentless yeah and so i wasn't so mad at him natasha seemed very mad at him and she doesn't even know he spilled the whole thing yet she just said that it's going to be a matter of time all he said to the crew was i would like for there to be something but there isn't anything and there hasn't been anything yet so i didn't think that was so bad no but it hints at something and she's just worried that that's going to fester which clearly it does yeah. So, I mean, I haven't seen episode three yet, even though it's available on Peacock. Like, mm -hmm. I wanted to go into this recap without knowing anything more. Mm -hmm. So you didn't screw up like I did <laughs> in the super fan episode. I have to stop being so curious <laughs> and I have to wait yeah. till after we live tweet. Well, and it's been a week since I watched it too. So mm -hmm. I wanted to refresh myself, but I think she's delusional if she thinks that wasn't going to come out at some point. I mean, because it's very obvious by their flirtations that they're into each other on some level and mm -hmm. for her to just make him clam up, you know, basically force him into a spot. But you could tell he was getting to the point of intoxicated at that dinner where he was just kind of glazed over a little bit where right. his filter is all but gone. And I think we're going to have to watch his drinking this season. I concur with you. Especially if she keeps playing with his mind. Yeah, I think so too. I still felt for the guy. I still like the guy. I was a little more annoyed at her because, and we'll talk about this later in the week on the super fan episode. I am extremely tired of people being frustrated when their lies are discovered when they go on a reality TV show. It's annoying as heck. Don't go. People who are listening, if you want to go on reality TV, either be okay with the skeletons in your closet or have none. Or create them afterwards in OnlyFans. Like yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I was a little more annoyed with her. I will be honest that she set up this lie for him to go with because he's clearly uncomfortable with it. And if you're starting to have feelings for somebody, if it's some kind of great connection and you think you're really vibing and then you have to cover that all up 
That's a lot of undue pressure in an already pressure filled situation. Thank you. Exactly. He's already in probably the most high pressure job on the boat, unless there's something going wrong with the boat, because he has to make everybody happy. Everybody's palates have to be happy at the end of the day, or everybody can point to him and say, this is why we didn't get a good tip. Right. So he's already under professional pressure. He doesn't need emotional pressure. So little frustrated with her everybody else i'm kind of on the same page with as we were after episode one how about you yeah same i'll be interested to see how this deck team shapes up if they do it all yeah under this quote-unquote leadership yeah i don't know storm did a good job of picking up slack where he could i don't know if that's gonna be enough We'll have to see. I don't see it being enough. I think as involved as Sandy is, and as much as she's got her eye on this, because she knows that there's something lacking in that department that no amount of compensation Storm can do is going to cover for her. I agree. And I'm still on my Malia conspiracy theory. Hmm. I just feel like any chance she gets to say how much better Malia was at this, she's going to say it anyway. But yeah, we do have a great super fan for you this week. So we want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. We will be back for the super fan episode on Thursday. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you can. That helps us out a lot. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel, Twitter, Frail, and Terry Abbott performed by Laura Lyle, Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me, hearties.